Artist Nicole Georges has made a career out of illustrating animals. For years, she was a zinester known for her pet portraits and vegan activism. Now, on the heels of her excellent graphic novel memoir, Calling Dr. Laura, Nicole is hard at work on a book called Fetch, How a Bad Dog Brought Me Home. It's about a dog named Beja that Nicole adopted when she lived in Kansas. Beja died recently, and she adopted a new dog, Ponyo. I'm in Nicole Georges's studio, which is covered in amazing art, and yes, full of Ponyo. I'm here to talk to Nicole about a project she undertook a few years ago, an annual calendar where each month had a drawing of an animal that has same-sex behavior in nature. Twelve months of same-sex hedgehogs and giraffes and deer and loving zebras. The queer animal calendar was the first work of Nicole's I ever saw, and it's got a special place in my heart. So I visited her studio to talk about the story behind the calendar. In 2009, I think, uh, my mom included me on a group email to a bunch of her friends that was sharing a video with a Jeff Foxworthy kind of, um, like, redneck musician guy. She's from Kansas, and she's super Christian, so I think that this kind of video was just, like, in her circuit. And the video was these this comedian guy singing like, well, two roosters can't make an egg. <laughs> That's a real head scratcher. So why would two gay people get together? He was basically saying that since it's completely biologically foolish for gay people to get together because we can't make babies, then what in the world are we doing? Because animals don't do that. Um, he was like, I was looking at a wedding cake the other day and then I scratched my head because it was two grooms. So that was the video to a bunch of people. And then I was like, uh, I think that there's some gay animals. So I Googled it and there's hundreds of instances of animals being gay. So I responded to my mom with an email that said, dear mom, a lot of animals are gay, including your daughter. And I put a picture of me and an ex-girlfriend wearing horse masks. Uh, and I sent her a list of all these animals that are gay. And I was like, so this video is pretty offensive and here's some evidence to the contrary that you know animals actually are gay and I sent it to her and all of her friends who she had cc'd on the original thing uh and then I was looking at the list and I thought oh there's some very cool interesting looking animals on here and I like drawing animals every year for a calendar anyway so I started drawing the ones from the list of queer animals um I also, I just found my script from doing a queer animal puppet show at the National Queer Arts Festival in San Francisco. What was the puppet show? I, and I did one here too. I wore a safari hat and a khaki dress and I did a puppet show on an overhead projector, like transparencies, and I drew all the different animals and then my friend Allie wrote a script um, about some of the animals that we had, that we had drawn. Like um, the gay man penguins who were hatching an egg together. And like, just dolphins are nasty. They'll ride each other's dorsal fins. Um, giraffes necking. Ducks are horrible. They're like rapists. They 
what is it called? They're necrophiliacs. Ducks can be a little bit intense when they have sex. But um, hyenas can be lesbians sometimes. Koalas can be lesbians sometimes. Seagulls can be lesbians sometimes. Um, that was that was what we talked about in the Queer Animal Puppet Show. What was the reception to the queer animal calendar? I mean, uh, among your mom and her friends as well as <laughs> just among people that you were selling it to. I think my mom said something like, Oh, Nikki, you're so funny. But it was in kind of like a barbed, passive-aggressive way. Um, But I thought it was really cool, and I would love to do a book or a traveling puppet show or traveling talks to schools about the queer animal kingdom. Because I think it just, you know, people get a little bit hung up sometimes on nurture versus nature with gayness. And so it's nice to say, well, here's an example of animals that are not choosing to be gay. They have no cool gay role models telling them it's okay and they still are this way and it's there's literally there's no value judgment on an animal's sexual practices they just are what they are yeah i i wonder if it's like weird for us to be anthropomorphizing animals in that way you know like i don't know if animals are gay they just do what they do there's not really like a there's not an identity thing for them yeah it just is but it's the same with humans it just is and we have to have an identity around it because we're you know marginalized and persecuted so we have to unite and be like you know okay you are saying like this is gross or awful or against the law or an abomination and so you know we need to be able to lean on each other and form a support system and a network and an amount of pride to say you know this is actually there's there doesn't need to be a value judgment on this This is just naturally how I am, and this is just naturally what I'm doing. Mm